after we went through the prelim show. This now is the very first of many um, of our special year-end recaps, lookbacks, award shows, however you want to call them. And uh, for people who missed the last episode, first, shame on you. Second, over the coming weeks, we'll have people from Alberta, Canada, Seattle, USA, Gila, Hawaii, and Liverpool, England to discuss the MMA year in 2021. Maybe we go into all the categories we announced, but maybe we just make it up as we go. <laughs> so, Punk rock style. <laughs> oh my God, the boomer. The boomer is already, <laughs> already, already here. So uh, without further ado, I am Matt, the spiritual leader of the MMA fans in Central Europe. As always, with me is your preferred Luke. You prefer him Hello. over other Lukes. That's what you told me anyway. And uh, he's your transatlantic friend. Very nice of them. <laughs> also with us today, our representative from Liverpool, firing red flares out of his ass crack, Sean. Hello. Why, why do we have you back? Because I'm one of your four listeners. Indeed. <laughs> you, needed, you needed a third body. <laughs> we, we, needed, we needed you. And we, we called upon you, and you, you arrived. So that's, that's a good thing. Um, you were very specific about things you wanted to talk about and things you didn't want to talk about. So for today, um, we're trying <laughs> to award four, at least four um, of our um, categories or awards. And then basically we want to hear from Sean what he loved about 2021 in MMA. And we'll, we'll have year of the year, KO of the year, sub of the year, and fight of the year in this episode. Um, how this works is Sean tries us to convince of something, then we'll disagree, and I'll tell you the winner. Sound good? <laughs> well, yeah, but you won't be disagreeing. <laughs> oh my God, this guy's got <laughs> confidence. <laughs> like a true MMA head. Just have to be confident. <laughs> Let's uh, let, let's let's ask you, Sean. Uh, when uh, since for for the listeners, since when did do you do you watch MMA? Two thousand five. Two thousand five. I don't know. Was that it? Uh, so you're a tough. New <laughs> just before tough. Just before. Um, yeah, I think it was the event just before the they sent the two old blokes on to tough to to train to train people. So in 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 retrospective, that that is fifteen years or sixteen or seventeen years or whatever. I mean, that's that's a a, a very long time. Basically, you spent your life watching MMA and you wasted it. And how would you how would you rate the last year, like twenty twenty one in in retrospective? Would you would you say it was a good year for MMA? <laughs> Uh, yeah. Overall, I think so. On in in the cage or in the ring, um, yeah, I think it has been. Um, obviously, still with with global pandemics, you know, you've not really been able to have as many big events um, with like full capacity crowds and that. Um, although they did start coming back uh, towards the end of the year, um, but yeah, I think if you take away a lot of the nonsense outside uh, of the fights. Um, Fight-wise, yeah, it's been a good year. Luke, th this guy sounded like a politician now, right? Well, he doesn't. Well, he doesn't. He he specifically requested to not talk about the circus shit of the year. So, <laughs> I mean, I I know what I know what he's interested in. He's interested in the in-ring product, we, and the in-ring product <laughs> was fantastic. We'll have a very vanilla show this time. <laughs> that's, that's well, let's just say let's just say it'll be it'll be the serious show. Enough, I enough of this. I won't, Luke. I won't talk too much about headbutt phone booth. Let's just start your mouth with my fist. <laughs> let's let's go into one of the categories. Um, Sean, which one do you wanna do you wanna broach first? Uh, probably KO or sub, I guess to start off with. Let's let's start with KO of the year. It's it's KO. probably. I mean, to be honest. 
why are we watching MMA? I mean, but it's it's because we, we love to see people getting destroyed. <laughs> so KO yeah. of the year is, I mean, that's, look, that's probably a boring ass category, but let's hear, I'll, I'll read some of the nominees, if that's okay. Yeah. Um, we had... <laughs> okay, I'm starting at the, at the this top. This dude, this dude had a list of like 10 KOs in June. Yes, this year, this dude talking right now, this host of this show from Switzerland. This dude likes to keep a list of KOs. I'll I'll read you some. We had we run had, them down. We had Usman versus Masvidal. We had Sandhagen versus Edgar the Scissor. Oh. oh, we had Prochatska versus Reyes. The, the spinning back elbow. I have a special, I have a special favorite of mine. It, it is from Karate Combat. We had Judy Esquivel versus Villanueva. That was a high kick <laughs> destruction. Then we had um, Derek Lewis versus Curtis Blades. Um, you had, oh, uh, I mean, you wrote down some someone Justin Barry Crescent kick in in Cage Warriors California, which is not, it's not a bad, it's not bad. It was insanity. <laughs> I think the most played GIF uh, this year from Luke was Ducote versus Taylor. From Invicta. Yeah. That is basically a standing KO topped off. With a standing kick. KO with a straight right topped off with a left with a left kick to the jaw as she's going down. Just amazing. We had destruction. We had the last legit chewy of Tai Tuivasa's career when he knocked out Greg Hardy. <laughs> then a TKO, Dustin checking Connor's kick, and then the micro-fractures. <laughs> the micro-fractures, yes. um, Okay, a, a, a very nice one was Anthony Smith's cough kick um, to TKO Crude, but, I mean, come on, TKOs. Then a, 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 Sorry. a, a sad one, Shang Wei Li versus Rose Namayunas. Um... Soldich versus Khalidov was a that was like like recently last week, yeah I think last week. And then yeah, that, uh, last week or week before. Yeah, and then we had J- Jake Paul versus Tyron Woodley. <laughs> you, you skipped the most important. Yeah, one. I think he's deliberately skipped the most important. Yes, one. I did. <laughs> Barnett, Barnett versus Vilanti. It, it because I want to I want um, Sean to tell me why. This this is this this wins <laughs> uh, because you have a small fat man delivering a flying wheel kick to someone's face. Like I, you can't get, but that is MMA. It's just an overweight person throwing something outrageous and uh, and getting the win. Um, it's far better something like that than a uh, timing. Timing your your punch right. It's far better to just to just throw some spinny shit when you when you're built like Barnett. Like yeah, but Barnett really encapsulates what MMA is. That the do not call our sport a sport crowd. Um, I, I look, Barnett is super athletic and and he yes, can, he's he can, so fast. He <laughs> can he can spin and twist himself like I couldn't. In, I couldn't if you if you did it to me. I, I I just fall down. But that dude can somersault his ass off. He's and, like a uh, Samo Hung from uh, one of the martial arts movies. Yeah, true. Look, I think if you if you consider why we love MMA and why MMA is a bit different than all the other combat sports or, or stuff like this. I'd say it's hard to argue that Barnett versus Vilante is is not one of the very best chaos of this year. He was spinning so fast the rest of his gut had to catch up to his body. It was the it, the slow-mo is amazing. It's just amazing. And he gets his foot so high up in the air that he catches John Volante back behind the ear. Like, it's not across the face, right? It's, like, back on him and knocks him down. And then he's on top of him. Like, there's no hesitation. Just jumps the dude, pounds him out with ground and pound. It was great. It was, that was, it was so good. Yeah, by the way, we have... Also, like, it's, it's, it's made better because of how he is in the post-fight interview, putting Volante over, oh, this dude's going to come to my dojo. He's going to teach with me. He's the best. You should cheer for this guy. Like, everything about it was was extremely MMA. I totally agree with Sean. 
Yeah, it's like, I mean, <laughs> I have I have an honorable mention, by the way. Arkadiusz Wurczosek, um KOing Bader Haria after being abused for two rounds. It's not, I know it's not MMA, but like, come on. You fucking morons need to be in the kickboxing business. <laughs> that was, that was something. Like, I, I, I love that too. But yeah, let's, let's, let's wiggle down this list a bit. Um, what would you, besides Barnett versus Vilanti, Sean, what would you consider as well? Uh, the Soldek, uh, Kaladov one, uh, just because, like, he's so close to him when he, when he lands the shot. So, and then the amount of damage it's, it's done, you know, it's not, it's not, he's not had like, uh, powered it up and then. Hit him straight on. He's so close when he just lands it, lands it perfectly, and obviously uh, fractured the eye socket. Just yeah, the the speed of the shot and the power, the power involved. We um, saw yeah, we saw the the X rays. <clears throat> also, it's a bit of a um, uh, changing of the guard in KSW. Khalidov came back, and he's I, I think he's he's also old now. But to be to be knocked out like that, not bad, man. Um, Lewis and Blades. I mean, it's similar with uh, with two of us versus Hardy, where it's just again two power punches, just catching it, catching the guy on the way in, and like, but again, it's just it's that timing. Um, How about the timing of Rose, though? That was uh, just a crazy read, but that was as much. That's almost as much Zhang's fault for reading a reading a low kick than as it is Rose being good at throwing a high kick. Right? It's just the perfect question. Is it a question mark kick? Is that what it's called? Yeah, I'd say she, she that that is something new. But yeah, you could call it a question mark kick. I think a fucking quote, Luke. Uh, it was a slip. <laughs> oh boy, <laughs> Rose hate is unreal. <laughs> He was, he was, he was smoked. It's so bad to, it's so bad to watch it in replay too, because she's coming back as the ref is stopping the fight. She's like, "No, I'm fine. I'm good." And then, like, "No, no, lady, you were, you were smoked." <laughs> I, yeah, yeah. I, okay, okay. I, I see. I see that. That maybe. it's the, it's the same thing as the, um, the, 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 the one of the one of my taunts of the year fights uh, fighters. Uh, Conejo Ruiz getting stopped by lay motion and and she comes back right away and is running across the octagon getting ready to fight more and then and and you're like wow she seems fine and then you like watch the replay and it's like oh you're getting you're getting put out it's a good thing they stopped it this guy already derailing the show apologies I'll listen, talk about what's on the list yeah, listen like we how how about Sandhagen switch kneeing Edgar into the shadow realms. That shit is the best. Yeah. Um yeah, that, that I did I did vote for that. Um and I think that's very similar well, obviously different, but uh, similar to Duco versus Taylor where it's just the the brutalness of the of the finish. Um but because obviously Edgar Edgar died. Um, he died that night. Didn't he? <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, um, yeah, I think like you know, if it was, it's the aftermath of the knee again. I think it's a bit like uh, Kaladov being down for so long. It's you know, it's a it's a good it's a good land with the knee. It's a very good knee, but then it's just uh, that aftermath of just him crumpling and then that that being there for for a while. <laughs> um. Another one, I mean, Ducote versus Taylor is just, it's just brutal. It was, it was, uh, it, it made it on, it was brutal, and it made it on because the extenuating circumstance of uh, Emily Ducote, basically, basically the whole first round, the, the commentary desk was talking about how she was really just a right-handed fighter and all her power came from her right side. And that really isn't enough in modern MMA. And, you know, she needs to really work on mixing up her striking. And then right after they say it again, she just drills Taylor with her right hand. Of course. <laughs> and then head kicks her as she's going down. And that's when I was like, this is the best. How about, <laughs> how you... about a booth being wrong? 
we have I, we have I other categories where, where we have <laughs> I mean if, is that not just a, that's a category normal. in itself like times that the booth was wrong exactly the category not be the time when the booth was right now it's, I have a bit of a exactly I have a bit of a, of a personal favorite I I think it's it's aesthetically the most pleasing KO of the year which is Usman versus Masvidal why didn't you guys uh, love this one there is just other things to love more, but I did love it. In fact, I think I, I think we talked at some length about it in June or July. Of course, because 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 Masvidal's corner um, uh, uh, pre-soaked his head with water between rounds, so that when Usman KO'd him, it was just an explosion of myth. The spritz. <laughs> A spritz across the octagon. Sean, just Sean, the best. Why didn't you? Why didn't, why didn't you vote for Usman versus Masvidal? Uh, well, I don't know. I'll probably sound like a, a bit of a dick. Um, well, because like, it was just a good knockout. It's just a good punch. Like you know, obviously the timing had to be there, the power had to be there, and like, it's a great, it's a great finish and a great KO. But I do it. Like there was no spinning shit. Like, it was it wasn't like a last minute uh like knockout knockout to like win win the fight trans and it was just a technically solid, powerful knockout. I don't know, it it was good. It was very good, but it, I don't know, it just it, it didn't get me uh completely pumped up. Oh my god. And it was also quite expected. It's also Masvidal, yeah. <laughs> that's that's probably the best the yeah. best argument against this one. I I try to for for a K of the year and, and all, it m- might be true for all the categories. I'm trying to also weigh in the implications a fight might have had, um, but also just just the sheer violence and I mean the the camera the soaking of the head, um, the the gifs <laughs> that that helped that one. For me, maybe a bit more, but but in the end, you're right. It's just it's just a perfect trap hand, and then and then just drilling him, and uh, okay, Masvidal fell down like a a sack of potatoes, which it's it, it's all very pleasing to me. So we would basically be down to um, Barnett versus Vilanti, Soldich versus Khalidov, Dukot versus Taylor, and Sandhagen versus Edgar. I mean, Prochatska versus Reyes is is just circus shit, and Reyes. Just loses now, so mm. and Esquivel versus Villanueva is karate combat. But I mean, would you would you uh, state your your favorite, um, Sean? Mm. Uh, personal favorite is definitely Barnett, just because of the visuals of her. Um, I don't know if it's just because it's more recent. And then I'd go Soldic. Yeah, I think I think this is this is a bit boring because I think we all agree. Do, do we agree, Luke? No, no, no. Oh my god. No. Oh no. I I'm I as a fa- as a favorite as a winner. I'm leaning for uh, Corey Sandhagen. Um, the flying knee on the on the veteran Frankie oh, Edgar. Fuck. Fuck. Crazy. But but Sandhagen's um, not but, fat. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> that yeah, you made, not you made the argument. I know, I know. And like and like you read the list and you realize like there's there's other people that aren't even on it that sh- that you feel like should yeah, yeah. So um I, I, yes. Yeah, I, I from have a, to... from an MMA perspective. Yeah, Barnett versus Volante, just insanity. From a pure like technique perspective, Santagen versus Edgar. Holy fuck! That switched me. I mean, John Vilante is not a is not the very best opponent. I think he also retired after that fight. Was he also did. invited by Chris. Well, he Barnett. tried. He tried. <laughs> he tried, but uh, Barnett's not letting him. So, I I'd say we'll, we'll 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 close this this down and we'll we'll just award it to Chris Barnett. I think. <laughs> nice. I think. First of all, we're twenty minutes in. <laughs> Second of all. I I think you can't you can't do any better than Chris Barnett. It's circus, it's insane. It's a it's a fat dude, it's a karate uh, dude or a kung boy. fu dude. 
I think I think you have from to the win. Beast Boy School of Taekwondo, Chris yeah. Barnett. I, I think I think he has to win it. Are you are you are you all in agreement to that one? Not that it matters, but <laughs> sure. I'll I'll put down I'll put Chris Barnett uh, winning this one, and runner-up would be Corey Sandhagen and Robert Soldich. Will we will we allow shout-outs now? Of course. Bahamondes wheel kicking Roosevelt Roberts with five oh, seconds yes. left. Oh yes, perfect. And uh, we'll uh, we'll we'll shout out Terrence McKinney for knocking dudes out inside of twenty seconds. Always good. And we'll shout out Action Man for making it to the UFC and smoking dudes to weight class higher than he should be. Uh, and I love that kid. Love Bahamondes. Thank you, Dana. Now love Bahamondes. We'll, we'll shout out everyone who's finished someone with a liver shot. Oh yes, well, it's my favorite yeah. kind of finish. Good shot, absolutely love them. That's why. Uh, that's why we pay. That's why we pay this Liverpool fuck. Good money. And now, Good obviously, Gamrot uh, showing everyone the way with the exposed rib shot. Oh uh, yes. So um, nice. That's yes. that's awesome. Very good. Let's let we'll, we're wrapping this one up. So congratulations, Chris Barnett, for being the very first winner of a MMA Love Award ever. I, I'm sure he's pumped. Now, move on. Move on. The next next one, Sean. Uh, be sub of the year? Of course. Look, this, this will be a hard category for you. <laughs> <laughs> let, me, let me read some of the nominees. We had Randy Brown, one-arm guillotine dude, which... Um, Shouldn't work. We have Nunes <laughs> versus Anderson on this list. That Sean has to do some explaining afterwards. Um, then we have Pena versus Nunes on this list. Nunes is twice on this list, which maybe speaks for her. We had Chamahal <laughs> Hill versus Paul Craig. The dangling arm. The first dangling arm submission of the Wait, year. Yeah, Was that the first one? No, no. The, oh, the, fuck. I think the oh, first of two okay. on this list, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we have Muniz, also uh, dangling the arm of Shakare, which is insanity. Then we Just have Dern versus Nina Nunez. <laughs> you, you wrote down systematic arm barring. And then, ladies, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, he looks a little shaken there. This is some dramatic stuff here on Battle Bank. Dramatic. Maurice Abebe, the winner of the NFC Series Tournament. He fought five times this year. And in the tournament finals, he beat a guy with a fucking cough slicer. He did. Dude. And he, he even argued... Or told the interviewer afterwards that he said, "Yeah, we drilled the cough slicer because no one knows how to defend it." So, for for the show's sake, let's hear <laughs> let's hear some points from Sean on what what his what his submission of the year should, should be. Uh, will either be uh, a baby um, for the cough slicer, just because. You don't see them at all. Um, it's nice, uh, nice and unique uh, for that one. Uh, the Muniz one against uh, Jackeray, just more for the the shock value. Yeah, it's Jackeray. It's, it's like it's Jackeray. You don't you don't expect it. Uh, and then I can see you've already highlighted it. Uh, the the Paul Craig one versus Hill. Um, just a yeah, just a visuals of the. The very, dangling arm. Very pleasing. <laughs> very pleasing uh, visuals. <laughs> yeah. It's why we watch it, isn't it? Sadly. Like, um, <laughs> Luke. Any anything I, to I say? I didn't remember it. I I was trying to figure out what the first dangling arm was this year. I don't and, th- I'm uh, not sure if, if it was the first, but it's like 
we had, we had two because we had a we had a run of them like three or four weeks in a row of dangling limbs one form or another kanako murata was in there with an elbow tear kind of injury uh uh so so jamal hill was there uh now and then i remembered muni i remembered jacare getting getting dangling armed by muniz because like you said it was it was just insanity um but i also put Randy Rude Boy Brown on there with a one arm rear naked, one arm guillotine. I guess the guy turned at some point at the toward toward into the submission, so it became a one arm guillotine. Is a one arm guillotine because you have the skills or because your opponent is completely done? That is my <laughs> or question. Or because or because Randy Brown Randy Brown has arms that are like the 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 wingspan of a condor and can just wrap you up with one arm. <laughs> it, that sure helps. Not your <laughs> I love it. That's all. That's all. I just love it. So I had to put it on there. But of course, the winner, the dude who is six and zero, the dude who has never gone to decision. Has he? I don't think no. he has. No, he has. The dude who fought five times in one year. The dude who is ready to get a shot at a bigger show. By the way, by the way, you have to know that this these dude, these five fights he had this year. His opponent's combined record was 15 and 1. Oh, yeah. Yeah, these are all people at his level. Of course. Like, when you're looking at the MMA math, at least. But, but dude, the, the, dude, the dude is a whirlwind of violence when he gets in the cage. It's bonkers. And even the, the, the TKO... All right, I'm not going to digress. The calf slicer. The rolling off rolling Noso Pedro off the cage and getting him trapped in a calf slicer. Come the fuck on. I mean, look, of course I'm biased. <laughs> I mean, I, I I can't help it, but if if I wouldn't be biased and I I'd, I would have seen this and I would have I would have known the backstory. I think. Have you have you seen other calf slicers this year? I mean, we have seen every MMA event there is. No fucking way. We gotta ask. What, we gotta ask Prelim Midnight. Yes, we'll we'll have a show I don't with think a so, though. With, with one of our good friends from Alberta, Canada, and she basically watches like really all the MMA there is. There, there is maybe Caposa from Twitter watches more MMA than she does, but she has to be close second. My cursory Google search gives me the last calf slicer submission of the year in 2018. There you go. So there is maybe precedent for this. Maurice Abebe, congratulations. <laughs> Wrapping this up. <laughs> Wrapping this up. I Seriously. Can't, I can't think of anything that is more spectacular than this. The, you the know dangling... who else has hit, yeah. has hit this? No. None other than Chucky Olives in 2015. Yeah. Oh, my God. What a good, what a good find! Versus versus Eric Weisley. That's why I pay you the big bucks to do the journalistic, the journalistic. I, I know how to Google. <laughs> <laughs> are you, Sean? Are you? Are, is Liverpool happy with Maurice Abbey winning this? We are. The only one that would have run it um, if he would have managed to pull it off would have been um, if uh, Glover had managed to get the the can crusher going. Oh yes! <laughs> like uh, if he yes. pulled if he pulled her off, then that would have been in, that would have been number one. But no, it'll be the it'll be the car slicer. What a great um, take, man! That is that is true. If that dude would have would have pulled off the T neck the, the, the can opener submission, I I'd say I'd have to give it to him, but he didn't. But almost though, <laughs> like almost. <laughs> yeah, yeah, perfect. That's great. So Maurice Abbey, congratulations! <laughs> I'm sure we'll do a a Swiss language version of this year of the year uh, whatever award show we're doing here as well uh, i know who the winner there will be as well <laughs> uh and just a little shout out to uh anthony hernandez uh for his submission uh win earlier in the year um against fiera just because obviously he was a massive massive underdog don't remember um, this one what what did he do uh he Choked him, I think. This guy. This I know. Guy. I know. He, I know. He subbed him. <laughs> <laughs> this guy. But I, it, it was more of a. 
he was a massive underdog going going into it. Um, but it's just a like a standard, a, a standard. Uh, right, I'll, we'll, we'll find out choke. later. Let's 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 go to the let's go to the. Yeah, news. it was just a, there. We go. It's just a guillotine. Guillotine. Um, okay. I'll have to rewatch the fight because if it's stuck in your head, then sure, something has to be there. I yeah, just, just, I, just, I just don't remember it. It was a minus five hundred, whatever that is in America. Um, oh come on, America! And uh, yeah, against a, a title-winning jiu-jitsu guy and getting the sub um, after getting battered. Yeah, so. you'd have to. I mean, Muniz is a is a jiu-jitsu guy too, but but breaking the arm of Jacare is, is it's insane. But we have Maurice a baby winning this, and let's move on to the next category. Um, Sean. Uh, fight of the year, then I guess. Let's let's go to fight of the year. That will be a difficult one. <laughs> we have twenty nominees or, or something like something insane like that. Um, I'm I'm going through some of the nominees. I'm, I'm not reading through all of them, but I have Gregor Gillespie versus Diego Ferreira. We had Chandler Gaethje, which which basically I think this one will win most of the awards of all the people giving out awards. Um, we had Ray Cooper the third. Versus Magomed, Magomed, Magomed. Then it's Oliveira versus Chandler. Oh my God! Yeah. Okay. I have I have some beatdowns. I have Holloway versus Cater. I have to uh, put in some kickboxing stuff too. Rico Verhoeven versus Jamal Ben Sadiq. I, I know this won't win, but man, if you want to see a good, like a very very good um, kickboxing bout between heavyweights, you can you can watch Verhoeven versus Jamal Ben Sadiq. Uh, Verhoeven has had an insane comeback. I had I had one of of my very first um, runners for this was Mason Jones versus Miles Davis. Then you had Yirji Prochatska versus Dominic Reyes again. Sandhagen versus Peter Jan. Yeah, maybe why not? Hivas versus Rodriguez. Come on, I, I nominated that too. I don't, don't even remember. Paolo Costa <laughs> versus Marvin Vettori. <laughs> I mean, of course. <laughs> Pimblet versus Vendramini. That was it. That was a just a fucking beatdown. Okay, why not? Poirier versus McGregor. Um, then of course Dalista versus Danny Nealon. Volkanovski versus Ortega and Burgess versus Papos. And I, I read through them all. <laughs> Let's wiggle. You can't this. resist. You can't resist. I mean, these these twenty fights or, or nineteen fights or whatever. That is an insane year of of fights. Like twenty fights in a year that you'd say, "Oh my god, these these could all win it." Basically, uh, uh, oh, come oh, on, oh, oh, because now. because you tell me, tell me, tell me if is a is a beat down a fight of the year? Because yeah. if that's the case, I want I want the guy that Herb left in there to die against Sean O'Malley to get a <laughs> to get an honorary nomination. No, but it it depends, doesn't it? Because that beat down uh, different it? to the the Holloway beat down because that was a guy who was overmatched. Fighting, he's doing yes. his best. When everyone knew it was just going exactly. to be a walkover for O'Malley. If anything, it's embarrassing mm-hmm. that O'Malley couldn't get him out of there quick enough. O'Mal- uh, O'Malley broke his hands at least six times in that fight. Whereas uh, Holloway Qatar was two guys at the top. You know, supposedly two of the, the top three, maybe top four. And, and one of them just completely, completely ran away with it. I have it I have it um, in because of, because of this. Because Holloway basically broke... Every record in the record books with striking totals and significant strikes and all mm-hmm. this stuff, and he did it on a, he did it on a dude that is very very good, like easily top five. If you if you hate him, maybe top ten, but top five anyway. And that's uh, that's the five. reason because he's yeah. in there. I, I I hear your argument with uh, just a beat down. Might well, be- I uh, I ask because well, there's two reasons. One, I need criteria so I know what to say, but also like. <clears throat> For me, the fight of the year is when, honestly, when when somebody somebody's got to battle back from some adversity. And and like even like Gregor Gillespie versus Diego Ferrer, I threw it in the, at the top, but I really threw it in because I don't have a category for grapple bang of the year. You know what I mean? Like it's not actually fight of the year for me, but it is grapple bang of the year for me. Um, I need the winner of the fight to battle back through some adversity. Sometimes that means going to decision and winning. Sometimes it just means getting knocked down in the first round and coming back in the third and winning. Uh, but for that, 
Oliveira versus Chandler, man. There's that fight was I I don't know how Chandler can keep losing and 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 his stock keep rising, but he is, and it's because of the fights he puts on. He had Oliveira hurt, smashing him on the ground, and Charles came back and caught him and got him out of there. What a fight! And and feel good story of the year: Charles Oliveira winning the lightweight belt. Not feel not not the feel good story. It is up there though. Um, I, I, I do see where you're coming from with the with the battling back, um, but I, I think you're being a bit bit harsh on the the grapple bang because um, I think unlike most, uh, Gillespie and Ferreira does what a fight of the year contender should do and gets the people going. That was you know, so it, awesome. it's, yeah, like you know, you, you <laughs> might not so like awesome, you might not like the ground game or, or wrestling, but like when when it's two people going out like that, then it it gets everyone. It gets everyone going. It's no more, oh, the dry humping. It's like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, also, also, you have to, um, we have to know that that was a comeback fight after Kevin Lee KO'd, like, head kick KO'd. <laughs> yeah. Um, yes, yes. Gillespie in 2019 and now in 2021 he came back and TKO'd Carlos Diego Ferreira in the end as well. So yeah, for, as as for as for um, things to look out in a year, God damn it, my now now the English is breaking down. I'm very sorry. <laughs> Fight of the year. I mean, mostly I, I'd I'd say also it has to have some implications like a title fight or something. But I, I don't think there is many title fights in here. Was Sandhagen versus Jan? Sandhagen Jan was for um, the title. Yeah, that would go up as well. But, uh, also, was Oliveira the, versus Chandler for the title? I'm not. That sure. was that was where Olive won. Yeah, Chuck. Uh, yeah, but he didn't really win Diddy until he beat Poirier because it was the exactly. It was the uh, uh-huh. well, it was the not interim was it? Because it was Khabib's officially retired. Which which fight, Sean, Which fight out of all of these, Sean, brought you the most joy? <laughs> which one spritz your mind? <laughs> um, Which one let you fire flares out of your ass crack? Uh, well, that would be Pimlet, wouldn't it? You yes. Know, <laughs> only, only, <laughs> only, only fire the flares out for the, for the English lads. Pimlet versus Vandermini was so much fun to watch. Like, from start to finish, from the walkouts, um, Vendermini might not be the very, very best opponent, and Pimblet even even had some shaky moments in there. Like Vendermini, I think he clipped him once or twice. He did, yeah. It it, it clipped him, and obviously the booth were were crying that he wasn't defending him. <laughs> <laughs> and away you go, uh, and he got a great he got a great finish. Um, but it's one of them, um, as as Luke mentioned about the the coming from adversity. Um, Little bit, yeah. Same, yeah. Same. Jiri versus Ray's. I'm pretty sure Ray's uh, at Jiri rocked once or twice because Jiri was leading with his chin. I mean, Jiri usually usually got gets rocked in, in each fight he's in, um, but these these storm that dude unleashed. Also, I think that was his star making fight more or less. Now, now we're talking about him being the next title contender, and I think he. he did it that against in the Indy Reyes fight, and that was that, that was definitely definitely the fight that got the water cooler talking about him. Yes, definitely. Indeed. Uh, so at the moment, I, I marked down three fights: Gregor Gilles versus Diego Ferreira, Yirshi Prochatska versus Dominic Reyes, and Pimblet versus Vendramini. Do, do we miss one? Do, do we have to consider I, another well, one? Well, yeah. I mean, I mean, I'd also be happy to to not name the fight of the year on this one. If we narrow it down to maybe six or seven, and let uh, Midnight and J Bones uh, throw their picks in as well. Yes, good, good idea. To get the, yeah. to get the official winner, because um, I think you'd have to have Sandhagen versus Yannin for the the technical ability. Fun. Like you know, this indeed, yeah, yeah. You're not getting people nearly finished, but it was like two guys, top top level, just yeah, great. Great, great fight. Um, so we're not awarding fight of the year this time. We'll, we'll crowdsource it more. 
Yeah, I think, I think you have to because there's, there's so many good things on here. Um, and then I think you have to have both both Chandler fights. The Chandler Gaethje one was was insane. Just yeah, but two guys back and forth, although a bit sloppy. Um, he was very. I mean, Chandler Chandler is his nickname should be sloppy. Like he just he just knew he couldn't win, especially in the in the Oliveira fight, and he just he just tried to bang. Like he was he was just banging dudes. Yeah. And I'm not sure if that that is okay. That that because he has a chin, he can he can do that. But is it is it a fight of the year then? Just because it's it's like a, a bit of an upgraded version of a of a fight you can see every night on the streets of Liverpool. Well, yeah, because our ones don't go on for 25 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, 25 seconds at least. Yes, yeah, um, yeah uh, it's uh, but it's it's you know it was everyone was invested for the 25 minutes. That is uh, the. Correct. The Oliveira one, obviously, in versus Chandler, as Luke mentioned, he'd been rocked, then came back, second round, getting his own knockout, and finally winning the belt, um, which adds to it. Um, and then, as you mentioned, Holloway, just just setting records um, and not looking remotely troubled against a guy who was at the top of the division. I'd, I, I have to keep this one in. It's 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 insane. I'm a I'm a Holloway fan, and that, that that might not make it more fair, but dude, this performance, I that that is one of the rare fights I'll rewatch over and over again. Just just if I feel like I need I need to see some some masterclass. So mm. we have we have like six. We we nominated. I I like the idea of Sean. We'll take it over to our next two shows: one with Midnight from from Canada and one with Javon from Hawaii. Let's let's hear what these dorks have to say about it. Yeah. <laughs> we need more voices of more dorks. But if Pimblet versus Vendermi, I I was I was that certain I I'd I just say that Pimblet versus Vendermini was it just because it was so much fun, but now it it gets a bit more difficult. Yeah, you and I both nominated Delista versus Nealon for that same reason of knockdowns and stakes in a in a this low level promotion though NFC in Germany putting on awesome fights, but both getting knocked down. Uh, yeah, Nealon early in the round and knocking Delista down later in the fight and winning the fight. Uh, just excitement, but like you said, not the stakes of a of a UFC title fight. It's very difficult. Not the stakes it's, of a UFC title shot. It's hard to compete with that. Yes. We have room for one last category, Mr. Mr. Sean. Um, what did we say earlier? Events of the year? We had we have we can go into um year of the year or event of the year. Whatever whatever is is more up your alley. We can also do year of the year and then do this, do more crowdsourcing on this as well. Yeah, let's uh, year of the year. All right. So, yeah. so this is the second, the second award show where we basically award almost nothing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but we're getting it. We're getting it going. We're getting, we're getting it going getting there. Year of the year. Year of the year is 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 my favorite category. My second favorite, not this year of the year, is is my favorite. But year of the year, uh, we also that, that is a oh my god, did I close it? No, I didn't. Um, year of the year, I we have several nominees. I have <laughs> let's 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 run through it. Um, three promotions made it to year of the year for 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 myself. CFFC because that was just a revelation when I saw it first. CFFC ninety nine. Then I, I mean, we have to talk about BKFC having the yes. year of the year. <clears throat> karate combat as well but then for the for the nominees maybe a bit more of the fighters Glover Teixeira for the old guys Danny Nealon I mean come on that is just that is just uh, thirst squad stuff here oh then we have come on that is an man. honorable mention <laughs> it, it is an honorable mention then we have Action Man that, that is good that is good uh, nomination Ray Cooper the third Kamaru Usman Jockey Olives, Jake Paul, yes, Jake Paul has to has to <laughs> be talked Paul. about in the year of Jake the year. Paul had a, he had a year. That dude, that dude made more impact on MMA than anyone else. Also, Maurice Baby is, is nominated here, which I I like, and then Hamza Chimaev. So Sean, 
out of all the stuff you heard now, which which one has to go? Which one you can't you can't consider for year of the year? Okay, can't consider. Right, I would remove Hansa uh, Chimaev. Why Thank would you, you remove him? What what did he do? <laughs> Everyone talks about Hamzat. All the time. Well done. <laughs> well done. Everyone talks about Conor McGregor. I'm not giving him an award either. Oh, yeah, right. um, <laughs> yeah. Comes back, wins one fight. Whoop de doo. Yeah. Um He he put the <sighs> he leech. Didn't, he didn't he put have, the leech he, away. Like he didn't he toyed. He, he Pal Man. Pal Man. Pal Man. He, he didn't have a great with, year. Pal Man. He He was four, he did nothing three, for eleven months. Four, almost right, died of no, COVID. He, dude. He he almost oh, it's died of COVID. Almost put Diego Sanchez in then. Yeah, but he, he yeah, didn't. Yeah, <laughs> so did so did a lot of people. Yeah, but he didn't Listen. tool the leech up after that one. <laughs> like, that's that's true. But he also only tooled the leech. Oh, he also wrestled Jack Hermanson. Yeah, I mean, okay, that was a show match, but that was pretty pretty fun. We learned that Hamza Chimaev might not have the best gas tank. In that, oh, we did. In, oh, yeah, I, thought, that, I thought we. Grappling. I thought we learned he did. Shit, I misunderstood. No, no, well, that's, the, that's always good. In news. the grappling match, he oh. he came out of he came out like we're used to that he he just basically steamrolled Hermanson, but then uh, the grappling match went on, and he slowed down considerably. But yes, okay, mm. as as we all expected. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'd say no to him. Yes, I'd probably say no to Usman. Uh, Mm-hmm. Not that he didn't have a good year. Um, it's not enough to, to, to put away. Like it, was just, again. it was it was just sort of expected. Yes, right. Yeah, a year of a year of meeting expectations. Wow. Yeah. I, wow. You know, and that's like. Well, I it's mean, not like a, a negative on him. It's, it's, it's that dude even, fought three times this year. Let me let me pull yeah. up his topology and see how many times I picked and if I picked him to KO or not. Okay, but uh, yeah, it was expected. He he beat Burns. Uh, we knew that. We knew that he will beat Masvidal. Although we yeah, had the most did. beautiful I picked, punch I picked, ever. I picked the Masvidal fight perfectly. Like I said, meeting expectations. Kamaro TKO round two. Then put a, put away Colby again. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. You're right. Yeah, it's just it, it, yeah. You just expect, and it, you know, he also maybe bits in the the Colby fight, and maybe the very start of the the Burns fight. Um, he was never really in trouble. He just yeah, he just dominated like like he was expected to. Um, I feel harsh doing it, um, but yeah. Um, no, he, no, no, it's he correct. Kicked their, he kicked their fucking asses, man. That's not harsh, but we knew, we we believed he would kick their asses. It would be weirder if he like went out and smoked them in ten seconds each. Then it would be like, okay, what about well, what about BKFC, Mister Mister Liverpool guy? BKFC. I don't watch it. Uh, I see clips. Um, <laughs> okay, move on. <laughs> yeah, so we move on from that one. Um, <laughs> And, and I don't watch. I've not watched Karate Combat, even though it seems the kind of thing I would uh, enjoy. Uh, and I don't watch CFFC. Um, no, see, so I'll watch uh, KSW. I'll watch Ryzen. Uh, I'll catch Cage Warriors. Um, but apart from Bellator, there's not too many low-level promotions that I watch. So you can bring. Bellator you can bring low-level <laughs> promotions. <laughs> so. Yeah, no, we, we we don't talk about Bellator on this podcast. Yeah, sorry, uh, Steve. So you can bring uh, you can bring three guys. Uh, you you nominated four. You can bring three guys three guys to the next round. Which which ones would you have to say? Okay, so if we, if we take a three, I think Glover. Yes. Uh, just you know, oh. it's been such a long road, long road to the top for him, and seems like such a nice guy. What don't it, we know? Like, L- let me ask you this: What don't we know about Glover Teixeira? Why he couldn't fight in the UFC for about ten years because he c- couldn't get a visa? What happened? <laughs> what don't we know? Well, is it is it not just because the American of vi- uh, the American visa law? So because he's had the one the one strike, then they will hate you forever. But what was this strike, man? I think he just overstayed on a on a on his work permit. Really, this guy. Yeah. 
This is That's this right. is absolutely something that is dumb enough for the Americans to penalize you for. Glover, yeah. Glover Lucas Teixeira moves on for Sean. Which who who else? <laughs> Uh, again, similar similar to Glover, I'd go with Chucky Olives. Yeah. Uh, again, long road to the top, and always seemed to be a guy who would get to a certain point, but not even title eliminator point, and then just throw it away. Correct. Um, but he's putting it all together. Uh, oh, and then I don't know. Would oh, on a more serious one, I'd think Action Man. You know, got caught, went to PFL, retired twice in one night. <laughs> then he's he's come back, <laughs> you know, like, and then he's come back into the UFC, and now he's on a he's getting a winning streak going. So on a serious level, probably him. But uh, but then the Jake Paul thing's just annoying because oh, he is having a great year. Uh, in in the worst possible way as well. Um, he's such an idiot. <laughs> yeah, he is, and he isn't at the same time, which is perfectly fitting for MMA. It's the yeah. it's the best and the worst at the same time. Yeah, it's just his nonsense. So I, I noticed the other week before the Woodley fight, he'd said uh, he's suffering from memory loss and and whatnot from from boxing. You know, right, that he... And then it's like, he said the same thing two years ago before he'd even started boxing. Right. So, like... But you know... <laughs> he's been, you, you know, Drugs right? are bad kids. I mean, I almost forgot, but the Ben Askren fight was this year, the boxing bout. It's Which was awful. Like, yeah. I just thought... And I think, that's, I, I think that takes him off. Fighting a man with no hips. <laughs> who, who, who couldn't even throw punches in an MMA like when you're able to just get away with windmilling and just, then putting them into a boxing fight. Just have to confess that I, I might have never been that involved in a boxing bout. For, <laughs> but yeah. just, just awful. Yeah, um, it's, it's very awful, but it's good. It's like, I, I think I think Jake Paul has to move on that he had the year of the year. And his, it's MMA adjacent, but it's it's MMA at his yeah, finest because I guess, he, he triggers MMA fans like no yeah, one Yeah, I guess, I guess that has to be so good. Like, he does anger everybody, um, <laughs> but then manages to make some points about pay. Um, of course. He, he, he did more for MMA and for, for fighter pay than anyone else in the last few years, so. Um, Lucas. The, the dude just generates content without even meaning to now. Content, so much content that we had to have the Jake Paul section on this podcast running for a number of weeks. Of course. It's just absurd. <laughs> of course he had the year of the year. Yeah. A bevy. I see you highlighting. Mm. Five fights in one year. Getting all his, getting all his, uh, getting all his camp done at 360 Martial Arts in Zurich. All by traveling. If you, if you, the trainers are adamant at me, telling mm -hmm. me all the time that they only do Zoom training. <laughs> Zoom training only at yes. 360 Martial yes. Arts. Excellent. All Excellent. protection. All protected. Hallway. Hallway has has proven Zoom training is extremely effective, and Abivi has uh, reinforced that rule with his five wins in a row up in NFC. It's insane. Um, it's insane. Completely bonkers. Uh, moving on as well. Uh, BKFC had a year. It's not often a BKFC can get nominated as a promotion for year of the year after a year where someone died in your promotion. Just to make uh, it clear why, why BKF scene is on here, it's also MMA, Jason, because old MMA guys go there to die. Well, not anymore. Yeah. They're all going to Eagle FC. Now it's Eagle FC. They're all <laughs> going now, to Eagle, Eagle FC. Next Eagle FC year. may be nominated next year. Yeah, yeah but Eagle FC is the next BKFC. That is true. But there's a, So there's, a, there's, there's a, a, a little bit of a... A little bit of a similarity in Jake Paul being on this list and BKFC being on this list because they are they are presenting some of the first real competition for MMA fighters to just go make money elsewhere doing other stuff. It's a bit sad it, that the year of the year it, has three MMA guys and two completely non-MMA related stuff or guys. <laughs> 
that that that, that might might not speak for us. Okay. I mean, I I I think I think the honorable mention to Danny Nealon for getting that knockout in Germany and then moving into Bellator and smoking people there um, is 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 warranted. Especially, it was one of the first fights you and I got to watch together. One of the first events we got to watch together because it was Europe based, so it was at a reasonable time for you. Uh, and Action Man, Action Man getting getting retired twice in PFL and then going on a spree of just smashing people throughout the uh, American Southwest and elsewhere into the UFC. It's I'm, fantastic. I'm taking Action Man along. So- I think he he. Retired twice in PFL in 2019, fought once in 2020, and then in 2021, he goes and f- gets finishes in one, two, three, three stops, gets a decision in XMMA, and then shows up at UFC 268, beats Phil Haas with the counter left, and then at UFC Fight Night beats Brendan Allen uh, in round two just recently. That is a hell of a 2021. Six fights, five finishes. Now, for the last five minutes or so, we'll, we're taking these fight of the year and year of the year uh, things to the next rounds. But, Sean, um, do you have any any personal stuff that stands out for you in, in 2021? Maybe maybe stuff we already talked about, but maybe maybe some stuff we didn't? Uh, no, I mean, um, I guess on a personal level, I'm thankful for the MMA love team. Um for reminding me that the whole sport is an absolute joke when you begin to attempt to take it seriously. (laughs) This guy. (laughs) You're like, ooh. (laughs) And then it's like, remember, it's all false (laughs) and shit. Um, you have to be honest yeah. about about MMA. Otherwise, yeah. otherwise it will it will it's not healthy for you. Yeah, it's, it's well, not healthy we, for you anyway. But, it, but at least be honest about it. Yeah, Sean, we don't want to end up Sean, don't end up like boxing Sean. fans, do we? So, fellas, listeners, just remember the year twenty twenty one is the year that Fabia held Diego Sanchez upside down and kicked him in the head. We had inverted. That's Diego where we're Sanchez at this year. <laughs> that is, uh, that is some circus shit. That they were doing for MMA training. That's how we train MMA. So that's where we're at in 2021. Makes me so happy. Uh, I was happy to see the return of uh, roundtables. Always a always <laughs> that's good a bit of a, that's a bit of a self-serving thing, but of, of course. Yeah. Thank you again, MMA love. Yes, um, thanks. <laughs> I guess just for uh, a couple of your other categories that you're going to talk about uh, when I'm not here. Um, for the walkout at the Queely walkout in Dublin. Oh yes, yeah. uh, I know uh, Zombie has been a bit of a, an anthem when Orgs have gone over to to Ireland um, in the last few years, um, but the the volume and the atmosphere for for that walkout, I guess it was the first time in one or two years, um, if not longer. I don't even know last time. Bellator, yes, he had been there. Um, but, yeah, uh, it was just absolutely amazing. Uh, I thought the, the atmosphere for for that walkout. Um, um, for the Enough of This Year Award, Sean Strickland as a whole, just, just stop giving him air. Um, don't like him as a fighter. Do not like him as a person. Uh, for about the 25th year running, enough of uh, Ali Abdelaziz. Oh, yes, I mean that's that's, that's that's for every that that is a, that is a no. That's just that's just. I mean, maybe it should be the Ali Ab- Abdelaziz enough of this of the year yes. award. <laughs> Name it after idea. him. No, I'm planning. <laughs> I'm planning oh. to rename these these uh, events next year for by the winners of the previous year. So the inaugural winners. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, uh, I'd like to see some actual uh, journalism return, uh, but I don't think it's ever going to happen. You know, considering there was a job advert at a website which said your role will be uh, writing articles about uh, the Ariel Hawani show. Oh, dude, dude, my wife sent me that job and that job thing. (laughs) 
but it's it's just frustrating. I mean, I, I actually yeah. it's so bad. Oh. And I actually like. I know a lot of people don't. I do like. Uh, I do like Helwani for the for the most part. Uh, and you know, but just the whole industry based off of his shows, and it's like, you know, you've all got you've all got uh, YouTube or video recording it's like you, you can do this yourselves as well you know yeah you, why, you can why fighters. can't anyone else invite fighters and ask semi semi-interesting questions like Helwani does why can't anyone else i mean the sad thing is that maybe dave schmolensen is the one who can do it but it's 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 amazing that that Helwani is basically the only one that that yeah, and this is while uh, he's on the outs with the UFC uh, and on the outs with the uh, dominant MMA fighters again at the moment. Like, but he can still he can still get enough uh, people in the Swiss um, the Swiss uh, German show of MMA love uh, can do it as well. Hard hitting journalism in the encrypted extremely language. good. In- if only they weren't all encrypted. Yes, you have to learn this uh, beautiful language. <laughs> big, big, big fuck off to Joe Rogan. Um, glad he can't get to Canada next year. Um, that's on there. Um, thanks, Canada. Yeah, thanks, Canada. Um, but yeah, um, I, I try to stay positive because uh, when we get when we get depressed, Luke, uh, on shows, we have to give a bit of positivity I, to yes. uh, don't, to don't, get. I'm to almost get back positive. Up. I will have at least like one or two weeks every year where I'm just totally down because someone misses weight. Well, it's just the Aspen lad. <laughs> yeah, just the Aspen lad fight weeks. Yeah, the, uh, yeah. the announcement yeah, <laughs> <actually, laughs> <the> <laughs> that she's fighting, he locks himself away for a week or two. Then <laughs> the weigh-ins and he spirals again. Well, so, hey, so do you think, do you think that, that, Dublin, that Dublin got louder and, and people sang along more for Tai Tuivasa when he walked out to Spice Girls because of the, because we had been locked down for a couple years and didn't have big events. Do you think people just kind of were letting loose too? Or was it real was it just because nobody had been to Dublin for a big fight in a while? I think the, Actually, the Dublin that was a one good fight too. Yeah, I think the, the Dublin one I think was Irish fighter in a title fight. First time Belto being back for a for a year or two, plus the end of most restrictions, so I think it was a, a big, a big combination uh, of factors, um, and yeah, it just blew the the roof off the place. Um, and I think it was similar. Uh, the two of us, the Spice Girls, walk out. I think it was again where people were back out in public, and then. He's a bit of a fan favorite, and then it is just a cheesy song that people can sing along to. So and then funny that gets, to watch. Yeah, that gets people that gets people going. Um, like Sweet Caroline yeah. is the is the white people's drunk hymn or something like that. It's <laughs> it's not it's not the white people's drunk hymn. It's the the UK boxing darts football MMA white people. <laughs> it's the UK. It's the UK drunk Top anthem. sports. <laughs> Players and butts. Yeah. Uh, so UK drunk anthem Sweet Caroline. Uh, yeah, Listen, to, it, to, to recap this this show, because we were running out of time a bit here, we awarded stuff. We had the KO of the year that went to Chris Barnett. Um, congratulations, man. <laughs> that was awesome. Runners-up, Corey Sandhagen and Robert Soldich. Submission of the year. Fucking Maurice Abebe. It's it. it Bonkers with the calf slice. So runners up: Andre Muniz for dangling arms, and Paul Craig for dangling arms. So dangling arms alone couldn't dethrone calf slicers. And we went into fight of the year and year of the year, uh, but also all uh, both of them we just went into the first round, and we'll continue this in our next shows with Midnight from Alberta, Canada, and J Bones from Hilo, Hawaii. Any parting words, Sean? Uh, shout out to Invicta and the return of One Night Tournament. Oh, yes. Yeah. Back Hell yeah, game. man. Luke, any parting words? Huh. No, man. I should. I, I, we finally, uh, we finally have our, we finally have revealed our Diego Sanchez one of one artist collection card to you. 
It's an insane. <laughs> it's an insane card. Check out check out Luke on Instagram. I'm, that that is basically I will a card. Be posting that. Yeah, that's a card because that's that's, that's insanity. That shouldn't that shouldn't either exist. The best or the dumbest, probably both. So, thanks very much for doing this. We'll be back with Sean for the um, pay per view breakdowns if if our time schedules allow. If our wage cocking doesn't uh, doesn't bend us over too much, we'll we'll do that. Our overlording. Yes. So, um, I'm ready to go for the next one. I'm ready to go. Bye bye. Love that kid. Shut your mouth with my feet. I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go. I love that kid. I love that kid. He looks a little shaken there. This is some dramatic stuff here on Battle Bang.